out for a couple of days, but what I saw convinced me that this was the thing to do. So I had seen both Mate and uh, I had seen Don when I, I was convinced that we had to start this in Sweden. Mm -hmm. So this was actually my, my background for going back home and then convincing people that fund this, uh, get funding for doing bone marrow transplantation because, you know, it was expensive. So I was not the boss at that time. I was a young doctor and I, I didn't have a, a power to really decide about. I had to find people that I could convince. So the one I convinced in Stockholm was actually an organ transplanter. He was called Carl Gustav Groth. And he became enthusiastic, you know, although it was not surgery. So I told him, would you like to, to launch this program with me? And he said, yes, of course, although it's not surgery. And then we had a Tudinge Hospital, a very able uh, immunologist, Anna Muller, who had been up at transplantation immunology laboratory. And this was, of course, crucial because we, we needed HLA typing and all that. So we made a team at Huddinge. Me, Carl Gustav Groth, and Anna Muller. And then we started to build up all the facilities that were needed. And of course, since we had an organ transplant unit, it was a really relatively easy start when, when I had him on board. Because, you know, organ transplantation, all the surgery, many things are, are similar still, except for the surgery. So we started like that. And then eventually we had a case of aplastic a, a anemia. And that was a boy who was 70 years of age, you know, and he had had uh, hundreds of, of transfusions and he was in a very bad condition, you know, and we made, that was our first transplant. From a and sibling or which? It was a sibling. It was a sibling. Yeah, it was an HLA compatible sibling donor. Mm -hmm. So that was... Um, the first one, and unfortunately, it was not successful. First, he engrafted, but he rejected, in fact. I don't know, we made probably something wrong, and he rejected anyway. So we made a second transplant. And the second transplant, that was a good take. He became, he was in the hospital for some weeks, and then he was really in good shape, and we was going to send him home. And then he got but we didn't know too much about it at that time. We got the CMV infection, which many patients at that time, they got, you know, and there was no treatment. So he got the CMV pneumonia and he died, in fact. So, you know, this was a really a backlash. It was uh, very difficult because it took us two years be before we made the next transplant. Because of this, we hadn't succeeded. It was difficult to convince all the authorities to fund this. But eventually, we had another case of plastic anemia. And that was a 51-year-old man. You know, at that time, we didn't have any age. Uh, uh, we didn't know too much about what age means, you know. And, and he was very, he was not as bad as the boy. 
but he was in a bad condition because he didn't respond to anything. So he said, I want the bone marrow transplant. He was a very important uh, person because he had been a, a champion in wrestles. And his brother was actually a world champion in wrestles. So <clears throat> they together, they said, well, we'll do this, you know. Eventually it was, not, he had many brothers, so eventually it was not the brother who was a world champion, it was another brother who was also good in wrestles, who was a donor, an actually compatible brother. So we made a transplant, it went perfectly, you know, everything went well. He, he, uh, that was a good take and he didn't have uh, complications, he didn't have actually Grofter's nerve disease. He eventually got a, a, a chronic Grofter's nerve disease that troubled him somewhat, but he lived, lived for many, many years and, and we were on board, you know, and then we started the program, then it all went very well. And so during, that was during that time, what uh, what did you do when you saw patients with uh, chronic or acute graft versus disease? What kind of uh, drugs did it you have? Was, of course, we made exactly as in Seattle. We had methotrexate prevention and we used uh, steroids uh, when they had uh, graft disease. There was no other possibility, no other mm -hmm. things that we, we used. It was long before mesenchymal stem cells, something like that, that in fact was developed at Tudingen. <clears throat> but that was other people, you know, that was Ulla Rindén and others that came into the group later on. And what kind but of the, conditioning did you use for your first two transplants? We, we used total body radiation as I did in Seattle. So it was absolutely a copy of the okay. gray, you know, with lung shielding. And so that was, exactly the, the Seattle method. In fact, we had the telephone in hand for calling Seattle whenever it was needed, you know. So, and Don was very good. It was actually Rainer Storm in general who was the one who, who, uh, who I talked with. You know. Rainer was in Stockholm several times. <clears throat> and and um, we had a very good uh, relation. We didn't have the programs together, but but you could call him and get advice, you know, and that was how we started. So Seattle was our, our line, was the telephone line <clears throat> at that time. How was, um, what was the time like bet between your first transplant and your second? Because you said um, there have been so two, two years. years. What was yeah. it like? What 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 kind of, of, of discussions did you have after your first? Yeah, we 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 actually we were looking for a case that didn't in a plastic anemia. This was a plastic anemia at that time. We hadn't started with leukemias, so we were looking for a case that was not in such a bad condition as the first one but still did not respond to the treatment. I mean, aplastic anemia didn't respond to treatment very well anyway, but, but he should be in a relatively good condition. That was the point. And we didn't find this patient, this patient until 1977. So it was close to two years before we made the second case. So we, we actually, we had only a plastic anemia to deal with and we were 
very selective, so the patient had to be in a good condition, but still being looked upon as a case that could not be saved by other methods. You know, this was relatively tricky to find that case. So that was how we reasoned. So eventually it worked, but it took time, took too long time in my opinion. But it, it, that was, we were very, you know, having not succeeded with the first, you, you have to be very careful. The press, you know, was always that because this first case, you know, the a, a world champion brother in wrestles, very outspoken. He wanted to tell everybody about that his brother was going to get yeah. a bone marrow transplant. And we, as, as uh, doctors, we were a little hesitating, particularly in the beginning, when we didn't know how the outcome would be. And, and, but of course, we were very anxious that the press would be positive. So I was frequently in the newspapers and even in the television talking about this first case uh, because the brother wanted that and he himself also wanted that. You know? So he was well known. You know? the, he was called Svensson and, and his brother was called Svensson. The, 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 there was a, a usual common name in Sweden. But these two brothers in wrestles, they were well known the Swedish public, you know, and, and so that was, uh, and we would, we liked to utilize the situation as bone marrow transplanters to have positive response from the public. And by that, having positive response from the hospital so that we were going to be funded, you know, that was a tricky play, I would say. That but I we, think as well a pressure <clears throat> because. Absolutely. If you if you if you would have failed, then uh... and you know I don't know how it would have gone without my transplant program, mm. but I tried to do my best, and my friend Carl Gustav Groth, he also was very good at, at, at taking the press, you know. So we both worked from all sides, you know. There were I have old uh, pictures in the newspapers, you know, how we go to rounds and then. How this guy is sitting in the his bed, you know, looking very good after the bone trombone transplant with both brothers there, and and uh, so it was it was successful. It could have gone wrong. You have to be careful with the press, but there was no possibility for us not to be in the press because of the brothers, because they pushed the press, you know, and we had to more or less respond. So we were not, of course, we could not go to the press without them. And we didn't encourage them very much. But they, they thought that they were in something very special treatment. Of course, that we have told them. So, so they wanted to go out and show the press. And after that, um, the press was good and you got funded? Yeah, very good. Very good. The press was very good after that. Very good. Okay. The press was always positive. 